0: Okay. I want you to open your Bible to Luke chapter two, and I want us to stand together. Everybody good tonight? Are you glad you're saved? All right. Do you have hope? God hope, right? Hope is here. Luke chapter two tonight. We're gonna read verse number twenty, verse twenty only. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Let's, think, let's, let's read that verse together in unison. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Father, please bless our time tonight. Uh, bless our fellowship. Bless the, uh, the, the moment that we have Uh, Lord, I I just pray that you would give us a good spirit tonight, Uh, bless us as we we, uh, just think about your goodness and all that you've done for us, prepare our hearts for a a very sombering time, a very uh, inward time uh, as we examine ourselves tonight and prepare our hearts uh, really for Christmas by remembering what it was all about. And I pray that you'll bless us tonight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So I closed up the service this morning with verse number 20. And I talked about how hope needs to be shared and the importance of that. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. So they had a reason to praise the Lord. They had a reason to bring glory to Him. They had, they had heard things, they had experienced things, and everything that they learned, they shared it with other people. And that is what we have a responsibility to do as believers. So here is my sermon tonight. Tell others about how good God has been in your life. That is it. That is my sermon for tonight. Tell others. If God's been good to you, make sure you tell others about how good he's been to you. Can we do that? Can we do that? Certainly we can do that. We have a reason to praise the Lord. We have a reason to bring glory to his name. I'm not going to, I I could sit here and I could preach a three-point message. I could spend 30, 45 minutes. You give me time, I can preach. That's all you need to hear tonight. So what we're going to do for a little while before is we're going to spend some time praising the Lord. All right? We're going to spend some time and just giving thanks, just praising God for what he's done in our life preparing our hearts for the Lord's Supper tonight, for our communion service. And so I, I want to encourage you to do this, and I'm going to be very respectful. I'm, I've got a clock right in front of me, and I'm going to be a very observant of the time. And because there's some things that need to happen tonight, I realize that. But if we can't praise the Lord amongst friends, we're not going to praise the Lord out in the world. Right? It's not going to happen. And so we need to praise the Lord and encourage one another. And I think that that is a very important time. And I'm very selective on when we do that because I don't want it to just be commonplace and no big deal. I want it to be an important time. All right? So uh, Garrett is in the back. Garrett is over here. Where's my other guys hiding out? There's one right there. Carson, what color microphone you got? He's got black. Where's clay? What color you got? Clay has red, and that means Garrett has red and yellow. Right? Green. Do you have red and yellow? You have red and yellow. Red and yellow will kill a fella. Right? All right. Who wants to start us out tonight? Who just cannot wait to praise the Lord? All right, Miss Adine. Red and yellow.
1: My mother retired several years ago from the school system, and she got a bonus check. And she told me, I want this to matter. I want to use this money and buy something that matters. So she went out and bought the Bible on cassette. That way she could play it throughout the house, that, that meant a huge amount to her. So when she passed, that came to my house. And it wasn't long after that time that Don was saved. And Alan and I talked to him about how important it was to get in there and read the Word of God, and he told us, I can't read. So we said, well, we've got something for you. So we went over and we got the book's the Bible on cassettes, of all things. How ancient is that? But how wonderful this morning to hear that that meant something to him. Mm-hmm. And five years plus since my mom's been gone, the word, of, the word of God will continue for all of eternity. But, oh, did that hit me this morning. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. My mom was a wonderful lady that did your will. And that you get to touch me with that today because the word of God, that was a, a present that meant something that mattered
0: amen that's good right there good stuff who else tonight
2: all right um well dan and i were talking the other day um just about christmas and getting ready for christmas and we were talking about last christmas what a what a blur everything was um we had a wedding one year ago today emily uh got married so one year anniversary and that's that alone is um just a, a miracle and a praise in itself um, after some things that she had gone through, and so we thank God for that, and then, of course, we had just found out that, um, you know, we were facing heart surgery for Dan and didn't quite know um, what we had to face even besides the heart surgery and on, so um, one of my favorite verses um, as far as the Christmas um, Scriptures that we read, as as Mary pondered all these things in her heart. I just always think that as women, sometimes we get so busy, and and I mean men too, but you know, there's just so much for us to take care of with food and everything that um, sometimes we just we we don't take the time to stop and ponder everything. And I feel like I didn't have as much chance with that last year. And um, I'm just really trying to stop and concentrate on on just enjoying the moments and pondering all that God has. Um, has done for us the miracles that he worked with Dan's health and that he's still with us um, in spite of all that he went through and um, you know that we can just enjoy family and um, I just thank God that I have all these wonderful things to ponder over that he's given me.
3: Amen.
0: Amen.
4: I just want to praise the lord for being faithful um it's been a year for ben and i and um just his faithfulness to us during the year um from the church and just people that i don't even know uh when i was at oral arguments last month i had a lady come up to me i went up to her because i didn't recognize her and she was wearing a derby pin that we had made and uh come to find out after talking with her, um, she was just a lady who had donated a lot of money to his legal fees, and I would see it come through our account every month, and it just had her name and donation. And I never knew who she was, and then God gave her the, she's an older lady, um, like 75 years old, living on her own, drove all the way to Birmingham by herself, um, and just, God align that for us to meet, and that's just a blessing in and of itself to meet that person, but just to see her come down and support. Um. And then I also want to thank the God, thank God for um, restoring a relationship that I had broken um, 12 years ago. A lot of you guys don't know this, but um, Bill is not my dad. He's my stepdad, but he's a Father figure to me and my real father, um, I restored. We restored that relationship, and I think it was partly because of the trial that I'm going. Th- ben and I are going through with his case because um, he had heard about it, and by the way of all things happening, it restored that relationship. Um, and I just want to give God the glory for that. Um And your message this morning on hope, we all have a hope, um, obviously with our salvation through Christ and I'm thankful for that, but just the hope of there is always God's always working on something in our life regardless of if we see it or not. And um, I know he's working in my life. I've seen things happen, and then just with the case with Ben, um, I'm just thankful for the hope that he It's a new hope every day, and like I said, he's always faithful, and I just want to praise him for that and thank him for that, and then, again, thank the church and everyone for your guys' faithfulness to us during this time.
0: Amen. Amen. I want to encourage people on live stream, because I know we have some people that can't get out at night, and I want to encourage them to participate as well. They can type in their praise tonight. Who else tonight? Who else in here tonight? Hannah. Hannah, I did not think you were here tonight. And then I look up here and you're on the praise team. And I don't know that I've ever seen you without your glasses.
5: I I wasn't
0: even sure that was you.
5: I know, I left them in the car. Okay, so this year I've been able to have a couple of conversations with quite a few members of my family. None of them attend this church. I didn't grow up going to church, and I kind of shared on this the last time that we did testimony, but I've been able to have conversations with my mom and with my younger sister, Bailey, and with my older sister, Brooke, and Braxton has asked me Brant lots of questions about Jesus and about God, and Bailey, Brooke, and my mom have all kind of vocalized that they are saved, which I never thought that I would hear that from Brooke, because she was saved, She went through a really bad relationship, got a really bad look on what a Christian portrayed. And so, but I had a conversation with her a couple weeks ago, and that went really well. My dad is still not saved. We've had a couple conversations, had a lot of tears here and at Mount Pisgah, um, had a lot of tears with a lot of his family. But whenever I step foot in here, I just want to brag on some of the godly men that are in this church because there are so many that I walk in here and I get to see what it's like to have a godly male figure in your life from Pastor Ricky to Mr. Brian to BJ and Jeremy Parker and Jimmy Lemon and Coach Lonnie and I don't even know if Mr. Nathan's here but every Sunday, I mean every Sunday I mean and so many others it's I mean, Brad and Jeremy Childers, but you see what a godly father can look like. And it's, I mean, it's amazing that all of these men can wrap their arms around me, and I'm not even their own child. Mm. But that this church is such a blessing in that way. And that, I mean, I pray that one day, you know, that my dad will find that, and that he will have that joy and have the heart that all of these other men have. But in the meantime, I know that all of these people are praying with me for that, for him. So I just want to thank all of the men in this church who have ever, men and women, who have ever loved on me, who have ever prayed for me. Because it, it means a lot. It really does.
0: Amen. Garrett, Give the microphone to Mike Anderson, please. Mike, I want you to pray for Hannah's dad right now. Okay.
6: Dear Lord, we uh <clears throat> we thank you for this evening that we can be together and, and worship you and even with other believers here, Lord, pray especially for Hannah's dad. Uh that she is not saved and she has a real burden for him. And Lord, we pray that you would just uh bring someone in his path that uh could minister to him and and could speak with him, even besides her. And, uh, Lord, that the Holy Spirit would just convict him and that he would uh, realize his need of salvation and put his faith in you so that she could have that experience of an earthly father um, that could love her uh, from that way of joy and, and knowing that he has salvation as well. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.
0: Who's next?
7: Um, last time we gave testimony, I stood up and said that uh, for many, many years, well, first of all, God, God will answer our prayers. He wants to hear our prayers, no matter what they are, how we feel they're insignificant or, or impossible. God wants to hear us. But um, I stood up last time, and I said there was a prayer that for many, many years, practically daily, I was praying for. And uh, I said, it's, our, it's been answered, but I said, I really couldn't, I wasn't at liberty to explain what it was. But those who follow Facebook, what I was praying for is for our youngest daughter, Amanda, to have a child. She, that's something she's desired to have for, for a long time. And uh, God has answered that prayer, and I, I just Amen. want to praise him for that. Amen.
0: Okay I just want to thank God of how he's filled voids in the church with um uh Whitney and Johnny leaving, and then also with Christian, there's just a lot of spaces in the church that need to be filled, and on the music aspect of what christian what he was doing with Dad, Miss Brandy, and Mr. Brian doing an amazing job filling those spots and then you, Pastor, Miss Christie, and mainly uh b j and Morgan and miss jackie stepping in with the youth group it's just been it's been huge it was pretty much a seamless like transition in both those areas when it could
5: have been really rough
0: amen amen thank you carson brandon prince is just chomping at the bit to praise the lord for something
6: I just want to praise the Lord about the Hope House and all it's done in my life. Um, it's rekindled a lot of my broken relationships with my family. Um, I uh, graduated discipleship, and um, my sister posted a post on Facebook, just bragging on me, and um, hmm. just praise the Lord that my testimony does, you know, is a, like it's a it's something for my family to see, and that it, hopefully it'll bring them closer to the Lord. So I just want to thank the Lord for all he's done in my life and how I can be a testimony to my family. Amen.
0: It's real when you get put on the spot. That was a good testimony. That was a good praise. Who else?
3: Go ahead. Uh, my name is Jesse. Uh, I just want to praise God for being 11 months clean now, it's, you know, going on 12 months, so
2: thank you for that,
3: and, uh, and I also struggled, I struggled with a little bit of reading when I first got to the program, you know, and it's, I've learned a lot as I went through the program, I learned a lot about reading and, and comprehending, you know, and I remember telling Steve, you know, I wanted to be a role model when I go home, and I wanted to preach a little bit, you know, You know, Steve told me just to be a role model and just kind of let God, let Him show you how God's working in your life instead of preaching on them. So, you know, my sister has turned and she wanted to go to a rehab like I'm in, you know, where it's it's ministry, based ministry, but she couldn't find one like that. So she's in a 12-step program. Thanks to that. So I just want to say praise God for that. Amen. Amen. God's got big things in store for you.
0: not in any hurry. I like to hear testimonies. Yeah, you do. Live stream needs to hear you. Come on. Get my microphone. We want it on the record.
6: Uh, no, a politician. I'm, just, I'm happy that I'm in a place at Christmas, because when you talk about joy, and uh, see joy of the world, and we sing music, but I'm thankful that I have a joyful heart. And uh, that I have a family that's healthy. I got a mother that's 83 years old, still with me. Uh, Roxanne's mother will soon be 89. The Lord allows her to live the 31st of January. She'll be 89. So we're very blessed and got a granddaughter and healthy daughters and son-in-laws. And uh, so I don't have anything to complain about. But I was talking to, you know, Lonnie a good friend of mine and neighbor, has been for years and he's had a friend for 45 years and which he's passed away yesterday unexpectedly and uh, not a normal cause of death. We'll leave it at that. But uh, to know that there are people out there that we work with, that we see on a daily basis, that I think what you said, they need to hear it from us. They need to hear how God, good God is to us because they don't know that. And Christmas can be a very, very dark time for them and uh, lonely. And uh, so I'm, I'm thankful that you said that. Uh, we had our, you last Tuesday night, and, and I was thinking this morning in your message when Jesus came to earth and, you know, he left something that was so pristine to come to a place that was so nasty. And not just the world, but he had to go to a nasty stable where there was filthy animals and they had to lay a clean, brand new baby in a dirty stable and make a, and that was his bed. And then when he died, he had to die in a way that None of us would ever want to die. It was on, fastened to a beam and held between heaven and earth. On a cross that was reserved for murderers, rapists, pedophiles, whatever, the most hardened criminals, but the Son of Man that was perfect, sinless, spotless had to die that way. But Christmas can only be Christmas if Christ is in it. If if it's not, and you got family there, then praise the Lord. But if you don't put Christ in it, then you just got having a family reunion or an event. It's nothing. But uh, I mentioned this in, in RU, and it sticks with me a lot. And and I'll say it till kingdom come. That. Streets of gold and gates of pearl and walls of jasper, crystal rivers are all just consolation prizes. If heaven can and only will be heaven if Jesus is there. Amen. And uh, I think about Don that's getting to experience that right now. And I uh, get to pray with him on Wednesday nights. I would go and pray with him and, and, uh, at times, and I miss him, but I uh, look forward to seeing him. And uh, I'm thankful for this church and this ministry and for you and Miss Christie, and what this church stands for. You don't have a lot of churches that a pastor can stand up each and every week and give a report of people coming to know Christ. I, don't, I can't remember the last time he stood up and didn't give a report that somebody didn't come to know the Lord in seven days. And that's something that's praiseworthy. So Amen. I appreciate it.
0: Amen. Amen. Oh, Don will not have to say what ever again, right? Go ahead, Lonnie.
3: Hey, Pastor. I appreciate the message this afternoon, by the way. Um, as I spoke to you this afternoon about Christmas magnifying feelings, you know, for people especially that lost pe- lost family during the year, lost my mom in May, and then got devastating news at church uh, Today. Uh, Somebody was blowing my phone up. It was my buddy's wife and and uh one of my two best friends in the world took his life yesterday and they found him this morning. And uh anyway, uh he battled depression and so many people do. But I'm thankful today for a big God that we lean on. The the depression is a thing and it's probably a mental Illness, but it's not nothing that a big God can't take care of. Miss um, Marie, I think about Miss Marie today. She's going to have a tough Christmas. Maybe I hope and pray not. She's the dearest, one of the dearest people we ever miss, Lorreen here. And I think about others that have told me something about losing people around around Christmas. Let's just let's just lean on our big God, and I thank Him for
0: it. Amen. Amen. Would you give, Clay, give that microphone to Jimmy, Jimmy there. Uh, I was already thinking about this, and I think this is the right time. Christmas is an exciting time, it's a joyful time, but it's also a very hurtful time for a lot of people, a lot of, you know, there's, it's, uh, it, it stirs up some emotions, and we ought not to be blind to that, and not considerate of that. And uh, all of us at some point in life will get there, Um, or people that we love will be there. And so, Jimmy, if you don't mind, would you pray for those who are hurting tonight, and um, really just the memories of the past, uh, but uh, the, the emptiness that now surrounds because of lost loved ones. So, Jimmy, would you please pray for them tonight? Father, thank you this good evening, and we, we do
8: thank you for the time of year that it is. It's a time to reflect on all the things you've blessed us with throughout the year and and a time to be around family and a and, uh, time to just uh, relax and hopefully uh, get away from the day-to-day things that we, we take care of. But, Lord, um, around every table, probably in everybody in here, there's an a empty chair. Um, you know, I think of my dad being gone and, and uh, so many people... Uh, of lost people this year has already been mentioned, and, and family members, and it is a time to reflect back and, and remember some of those good times that we had, and the blessings that you gave us, uh, all the many lessons and times I got to spend with my dad, and all the things he taught me, and I, I do miss him, uh, I don't think a day's gone by that I hadn't thought of him, and that's probably the same for everybody in here, whether it's a parent or a sibling uh, or a child that they've lost, Lord, and but Lord, we do know that um, your grace is sufficient, and you give us the peace that we need in every situation, and, Lord, it's just uh, the longer I live, the more I realize how, how desperately we need a Savior. And I just thank you so much for that, and I thank you for the, the time of year that it is. Um, we thank you so much for the cross, but without the manger, Lord, without the nativity, we, we wouldn't have a cross. Lord, So I thank you for giving Christ to us and uh, just giving us an opportunity to be redeemed. And we pray, Lord, that, as Pastor's mentioned, as we're gathered around and, and we have these times, and there is some loss there, but, Lord, we just pray that we look to the future. And, uh, Lord, that people would see Christ in Christmas and Christ in our lives, Lord, as we celebrate. Uh, thank you again, Lord, for all that you've done for us in Christ's name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Let's, uh, y'all can take the microphones, please. Um, let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And while you're doing that, let me let me say this tonight, okay? Let me say this. The world, everything that surrounds us is in a lot of ways, just nasty. It is very negative. And people hurt. People are discouraged. A lot of people, Lonnie, a lot of people deal with depression. A lot of people deal with different emotions that they struggle with inwardly. That, that surrounds us. It's everywhere. It is good for the family of God to find opportunities to praise the Lord for something in your life and share that with other people. I think it's important to share that. If you're going to if you're going to be accused of bragging on anything or anyone, brag on the Lord. Amen. He's the one that can really help. Yeah, we're proud of we're proud of your children, we're proud of your accomplishments. I want you to be proud of of, of my family and all of that but the one that really helps everyone is is our heavenly father right and it's a relationship with Christ and if we magnify him and and look for opportunities to praise him then we have then we make impacts and and one thing is for sure when you brag on the lord you do not get as many likes as you do when you put something about your kids whatever but people still see it and it still impacts people and at some point they get to a place where they need something in their life and they're not going to go to negative Nancy about it they're going to go for somebody who has joy in their heart are you with me they're going, they're going to talk to someone who has joy in their heart and knows where hope lies And so that is an opportunity for you to minister and make a difference. So never, ever, ever be ashamed of bragging on the Lord. Don't don't put that aside. Let let, Let our lips be quick to praise God and to talk about His goodness. And that is important. What you have experienced in your life needs to be told. No one can argue with that. That's my sermon for tonight. First, First Corinthians chapter eleven tonight. If uh, Paul writes in verse twenty three, for I have.